the bastard Viking Express. Viking Express. Viking Experience. You know what? Viking Express will be better than Viking Experience. Suck my fucking hole. Oh my god, you old wet prick. Fuck. I hate this guy. I fucking hate him. Oh, fucking hell. He uh, broke his own leg trying to counter a wrist lock. Just sue my fucking ass and suck my dick while you're at it. Gorilla press through a table, fucking misses the table. Dumps me on the concrete fucking ground. Since you wanna shoot, cowboy! I need some fucking water for this. Ah! H2 motherfucking oh. Alright guys, what's going on? You know what it is. Shoot talk. Let's get amongst it. We've got a lot to talk about and not a lot of time to talk about it at all. This is a rush. I was in the gym half an hour ago. Fuck's sake. I don't even know how I'm home right now. Um, Time the bus perfectly because I'm still a bus wanky, but that's just how it is. Anyway, look. No notes as always. Well, I say no notes. I've wrote down who went to Raw last night. Oh, sorry. He went to Raw the other night. He went to SmackDown last night. It is Wednesday, the 17th of April 2019, which means last night was a superstar shakeup for SmackDown. The night before was a superstar shakeup for Raw. And in typical WWE fashion, not only have they gone backwards, they have just given us shit again. This was trash. Absolute trash. I didn't stay up and watch it, thank God. Um, this just looks so boring. So, so fucking boring. Oh, man. Anyway, um, this isn't a Raw review. This isn't a SmackDown review. I'm just going to give my opinion on what happened. Um, why the fuck it was so bad. But before we get into anything of the Superstar shake-up, let's talk about the main story that everyone's talking about at the moment. Luke Harper last night officially handed in his request to be released from the WWE. He put it out on Twitter. It's not a dirt sheet rumour. It's on his Twitter in black and white. Go and see it for yourself if you haven't already. Um, Luke Harper, obviously, as we all know, is a big guy who can work so fucking well. And this guy has been underutilised his entire career. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers held the titles for a long time. I give zero fucks. Uh, they were boring. Absolutely boring. Nothing they did excited me at all. And that's not on them. That's how they were booked. They were in no decent storylines. They, f- they fucking wrestled the New Day about a thousand times and the Usos about a thousand times. The matches were fine. Not having to go at the matches. But creatively wise, this is an entertainment product and they were fucking snooze fest. That's how bad this company is when you've got a guy like Luke Harper and it's just boring to see anything that he's in. Um, The Wyatt family back in the day, the first time Luke Harper actually came into the fucking WWE. That Wyatt family should have been the biggest thing going. They should have built Bray Wyatt up to be the next Undertaker. And again, they just shit on him. They looked at it and went, well, you know what? We want the Shield to go over because they'll sell more merch. So we'll feed Wyatt family to the Shield. Uh, Bray's now going to be on his own for a little bit. So fuck it. We'll feed him to John Cena at WrestleMania. Build him up a bit. Just it's typical WWE, isn't it? Typical fucking WWE. So yeah, Luke Harper, for me personally, has never been used right. He's been so underutilised. He was given the Intercontinental title. Again, nothing came of that at all. He should have been in the main... Not the main event. He should have been in the Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton match. It would have made it a lot fucking better. That match was trash. Um, A few WrestleManias ago, again, just for some reason, never got the opportunity. Why? Why the fuck he never got put in that match? 
made no sense whatsoever. But again, it's WWE. They don't like to make sense. So yeah, I'm excited for Harper to be leaving WWE if that's what happens. And again, I hope it does happen. You know, obviously now that you can see that like Luke, Luke Harper, fuck's sake, Luke Harper wants to leave WWE. It's like if a footballer or a basketball player or someone doesn't want to be in the team anymore. You know, just let them fucking go. It's not. It's no good forcing this person to stay where they are. They clearly don't want to be there anymore. And this speaks absolute fucking volumes about the backstage field towards WWE. And we've heard reports for fucking months now since AEW's come out and all these guys, Revival, uh, Ty Dillinger, Hideo Itami, blah, blah, blah. Since all these guys have started asking for the release, whether it was Vince, whether it's higher up, obviously you can't get higher up than Vince, but you know what I mean? Backstage management in general. We've heard reports for fucking months that WWE do not want it getting out. That the backstage feeling is one of, is the word discontent? Basically that not a lot of people are happy anymore in WWE. This is a feeling you can clearly see has been going on for some time. And finally, finally, whether it's AEW or whether it's the fact that New Japan is really starting to rise now. um, I don't know what the fuck it is, but... Wrestlers now are finally getting some balls in WWE and it's about time and again I don't hold any bad feelings or any bad grudges to any wrestler who wants to stay in WWE It's the biggest company going today. That's fine. No issues with that at all But if you are in that company and you're doing fuck all and you're a wrestler You've got limited time as it is wrestlers always have got limited time So why wouldn't you just look at it and go fuck that ROH is over there, they're not going to pay me as much. New Japan's over there, they're not going to pay me as much. But my career is going to stand out. I'm going to have a better career. For me personally, I've just said that I don't hold grudges for anyone who's in WWE right now and not getting used right. But there is a bit of me that look at it and go, right, well then you're clearly just there for the money. Why should I bother watching you? Why should I care what storyline you're in? You know what I mean? Um, There's a feeling towards guys like Nakamura... Um, in the last year, I'd say towards Finn Balor, where these guys are gen, these guys can put on match of the year contenders, and they have done before. But there is a big feeling towards these guys in the sense of they look at it as their career was in New Japan, their career was away from WWE. Now they're just putting in the miles to get the money out of it. I again, I don't have any disrespect to that whatsoever. But when you are physically not being used at all in guys like Tyler Breeze, guys like fucking Luke Harper. When guys like Harper, guys like Dean Ambrose say, no, I'm sorry, I just want to fucking leave, I want to try something new, I have so much fucking respect for him. So much respect. So yeah, I really hope Harper gets released. Um, It's clearly what the guy wants, and you know, it's what he deserves. He deserves a lot better. This guy's never been used right before. Um, Also, Alexander Wolfe put out a tweet last night, or this morning, whatever it may be, saying he wasn't happy with our sanity, he'd just been broken up out of nowhere, wished Eric Young best of luck on Raw, and then right at the end of it, he said goodbye WWE. A lot of people now think that Alexander Wolfe, I don't I don't know what his contract situation is, but I don't know if this, this guy's contract is up soon, now, whenever it may be, but the genuine feel behind it is that Alexander Wolfe is leaving WWE, or he's left WWE. WWE. Again, Go back with the first um, War Games. Alexander Wolf was fucking class in that match. Anytime I've seen Alexander Wolf, he's entertaining. He is so entertaining. I've never seen him on the microphone, but this dude is just 
he is so fucking cool in the ring. Really, really awesome. Um, and again, if WWE don't want to use Sanity, you've got Big Demo, fucking Killian Dane. You've got Eric Young, who is just a solid worker and a solid promo. And again, Alexander Wolfe, like I've just said, who is an entertaining guy. If you physically can't make that work, then fuck you. Absolutely fuck you and suck a dick while you're at it. So yeah, if Alexander Wolfe is leaving, again, I'm fucking happy and I'm excited to see where Luke Harper goes. I am excited to see where Alexander Wolfe goes. These guys could even go and re recreate their own character and just give us something new. That would be fucking cool. You can tell these guys are created. You can tell they want to do something else. So I'm really hoping that this is starting a trend for wrestlers leaving, but... Since AEW was announced the first day of 2019, it seems like the trend's already begun. And I'm I'm fucking buzzing about it. Absolutely buzzing. Uh, Sasha Banks, again, she wants to leave. At first, I looked at it and was like, if it's just because she dropped the titles, that's a bit, bit of a weak one. But Dave Meltzer did say this morning that apparently the word on the street is Sasha was told that plans would change. And we're told that she was going to break up with Bailey as a tag team. And they were going to drop the titles the day of WrestleMania. If that was true, or if that is true. And again, if you don't want to take on what Dave Meltzer says, that's fine. Me personally, I look at Dave Meltzer and go, right, some of the stuff I say, some of the stuff he says, I take it with a pinch of salt. But this guy's track record for reporting is stellar. You have to go back and look at all the stuff he's reported on. The majority of the time, it does come off. There are some things, obviously, that he says that just end up not being true. But the majority of the time, when this guy says something, everyone has to listen up because it ends up coming off. He said that Sasha, I've just said that, and I, I, he's just said that Sasha um, got told the day of WrestleMania that plans had changed. So for me, if that's true and WWE are pulling that shit, and we know that they do because we have heard that WWE are still, Vince is still writing Raw as it's going on. Um, they're getting an hour into the show and the main event still isn't planned. The end of the show still isn't planned. If that is legitimately still going on and wrestlers, the biggest night of wrestling in the wrestling calendar, you are a talented fucking woman's wrestler and you're being told that your tag team that you've worked so fucking hard to get over is now going to have to do the job and split up the night after. Every fucking credit if she wants to leave. Every fucking credit. Because why should she put her body on the line for that company anymore? Why should any of them do it? It's a fucking joke and we know it is. We've heard these fucking rumours and we've heard these stories for a long time now. Um, Go back to last week when I tweeted out that um, the story was breaking that no one still knew where they were going to be after the Superstar shakeup. I got a comment on that tweet saying, oh, well, WWE never tell them beforehand where they're going. That doesn't make it right, you wet prick. Doesn't make it right at all that WWE do that every year or whenever it is. If WWE are constantly writing TV and they are still writing it and they are still bastard writing it an hour before, half an hour before and no one knows what the fuck they're doing for me, that shows disrespect to the fucking guys and the girls who are physically, physically putting their fucking bodies on the line every single bastard night just for that company. That company wants to make money off these people, but they don't have the decency and they don't have the fucking respect to tell them where they're going to start working. Don't have the fucking decency to tell the Usos, right, you're not working on Tuesdays anymore, you're going to be working on Monday, Monday Night Raw. 
Don't have the fucking decency to tell Finn Balor, you're not working Mondays anymore, you're working Tuesdays. I understand that this is the full-time job for the wrestlers, and they're getting paid handsomely. Personally, for me, this is another podcast entirely. Um, the majority of wrestlers don't get paid enough at all. They don't get fucking insurance. What the fuck? <sighs> but anyway, um, fuck man, I'm getting heated. <laughs> getting fucking heated. Um, but look, you've got guys like Dean Ambrose who are leaving now. You've got Luke Harper asking for his request. Hopefully, Alexander Wolfe is leaving as well. Hopefully, I really, really fucking hope Sasha Banks leaves because if Sasha Banks stays, eventually, somewhere down the line, they are going to put Charlotte and Bailey and um, fucking what's her name, Becky Lynch and Sasha together as the four horsewomen. And WWE are going to make a program out of it, and WWE are going to make money off it. Why should Sasha Banks stay when they're not showing her respect? Why should she bother? Why should she stay there so they can get money out of that? Fuck that shit. Fuck that. I hope Sasha Banks leaves tomorrow. I fucking hope she just walks out. I'll fly to America and pack her fucking bags for her. Man, these people are so talented and they're just not being shown respect at all. And it's bollocks. If AEW were pulling shit like this, people would shit all over them. If New Japan... We're showing wrestlers this much disrespect. People would fucking go nuts and say, Oh, fucking hell. Look at it. Oh, fuck. They don't even tell them what they're doing. Oh, my God. Fucking t-shirt companies. You fucking dickheads. Oh, my God. Fuck. I'm surrounded by fucking virgins on Twitter, man. Jesus Christ. Anyway, enough of that fucking ranting bollocks. Let's just jump into what fucking happened, shall we? So, the Superstar Shake-Up happened, and it was boring. Absolutely boring. You cannot tell me that Raw and SmackDown this week were good. You can't tell me last week Raw and SmackDown were good. I listened to about maybe four or five WrestleMania reviews in the past couple of weeks. Because I enjoyed WrestleMania. And the majority of us enjoyed WrestleMania. It wasn't just the fact that we got what we wanted. Because personally, there were still a lot of things that I I didn't get what I wanted. Fucking Roman Reigns went over on Drew McIntyre. Uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. Um, but it was entertaining. The WrestleMania was entertaining. It was long as fuck. But for once, it was entertaining. When I was listening to these reviews, there was a common thread. They started popping up. Just, just when I was listening to them. And no one... I don't think anyone realised that they never put this over. There was a common theme... In all these reviews that no one understood. That, sorry, that no one um, saw what they were doing. It was unintentional. No one at all was saying that this is now things to come for WWE. No one once said it was a good night for WrestleMania. And this shows promise. I'm excited um, for the night after. I'm excited for weeks to come. This is now a change for WWE. No one. No one at all said that. No one even came close to saying it. You know why? Because we know exactly what WWE are going to do. The night of WrestleMania. Biggest night in that company's life. Biggest night in that company's history. So they're going to give you the entertainment. Right? And congratulations, they got it right. The night after, what did they do? They gave us shit. Seth Rollins and Kofi are going to fight and they're going to unify the titles. (sighs) The bar. The fucking bar attacked them. 
Not the revival, a tag t- a heel tag team who's over. No, the bar. Cesaro, solid worker. Sheamus, solid worker. Both of them, solid promos. But the bar? Really? Really? So that was Raw, Smackdown, forgot it. Boring. Superstar shakeup this week. Fucking trash. Absolute trash. So anyway, let's jump into what happened, shall we? Um, people who went to Raw from SmackDown. The Miz. Um, apparently, the reason why the Miz is on Raw is because once SmackDown goes to Fox, um, there's something to do with the Miz can't promote or wouldn't be able to promote as much the Miz and Mrs. series on the WWE Network for being on the Fox thing. I don't know how that makes any sense, but yeah, apparently that's why he's on Raw. Uh, because Raw's not going to be on Fox, Raw, Miz can just promote Miz and Mrs. each week. I, I don't know I don't know the ins and outs of that, but apparently that's what it is. Uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet on Raw. We obviously knew that was coming. War Raiders. <sighs> Fuck's sake. Not going to lie. Completely forgot. Completely fucking forgot. Completely fucking forgot! That WWE... In that old relic fucking cunt, Vinnie Mac Daddy, decided to change the fucking War Raiders name. As if that wasn't bad enough. He changed it to the Viking Experience. I don't know if I'm cringing. I don't know if I'm having some kind of heart attack. But my head hurts. My head fucking hurts. I really... I don't want to shout. I don't want to rant. I don't want to scream. Because it's so... It's something so fucking little. It really is. But Vince McMahon changing the War Raiders name just instantly tells me this guy has no fucking clue. He has no... This old fucking prick has no clue. He is, he's in a universe on his own. He's on one planet. He's on, he's on planet McMahon all by himself. And he has no fucking clue what anyone wants at all. And he just gives us what he thinks we want. This reminds me of the Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary on the WWE Network. Go and watch it. One of the best documentaries WWE have ever done. And it's, it's not even... It doesn't even show the, the fucking great stuff of his career. But honestly, it's such a good fucking documentary. And he says there's a point where Austin was trying to change his name. Um, I think it was still going to be Steve Austin. But he just needed uh, like a nickname. Obviously, it ended up being Stone Cold. But Austin said he wanted to base it around the Iceman. Um, the, murder, the murderer in America back in the day. Um, I think he was a mafia murderer. And Stone Cold and Steve Austin was like he's like a, like a real he's like the Ice Man, Stone Cold, right? So anyway, Austin went and said to Vince and he said to Creative, "I want to you know I want a nickname like that." They gave him a list of names and the list of names was so embarrassing. Austin had to come and think of a name by himself and eventually he came up with Stone Cold, which obviously worked. But some of these names I, I can't remember them, but some of these names were absolute horse shit. Horse fucking trash. Garbage. Garbage! 
And it's still happening today. Vince is still sat on the top of this fucking company. And he's taking War Raiders and he's calling them Viking Experience. Fuck. <sighs> I want to fucking cry. Oh, fucking hell. I want some water before I cry. God fucking damn it. How does that make any sense? You've got War Raiders. And they're going to be called the Viking Experience. They sound... Like a fucking kids entertainment group. A historical kids entertainment group. The bastard Viking Express. Viking Express. Viking Experience. You know what? Viking Express will be better than Viking Experience. Suck my fucking hole. Oh my god, you old wet prick. Fuck. I hate this guy. I fucking hate him. Oh, fucking hell. Moving straight along before I lose my voice. Cedric Alexander's on Raw, Andrade's on Raw, Zelina Vega, Rey Mysterio, The Usos, Naomi, EC3, why EC3 is even in this company is beyond me, I'm not saying EC3 is the best worker in the world, but this guy's a one of the best promos in the industry today, he's, fuck man, what is the, what the fuck, who has got something on EC3, what has Vince got on EC3, who the fuck is he pissed off? Lacey Evans, uh, personally a big fan of her, so I'm excited to see how far they push her. The talk is that she's getting a strong monster punch, uh, <laughs> fucking strong monster punch. <laughs> Just walks into back and Strowman's like, Lacey, come here, like, BAM! <laughs> um, yeah, excited to see what they do with Lacey Evans, <laughs> a strong monster punch. <laughs> Just comes out with a fucking broken nose and two black eyes and Strowman's like, the fuck? <laughs> uh, Eric Young's on Raw which obviously meant that Sanity were no more what the fuck is going on there um, AJ Styles is on Raw saw that coming a mile off and Samoa Joe apparently is either going to Raw or he's been announced I'm not too sure apparently Joe was set to be on Raw the other night but um, I don't know if he fell ill or he's got some kind of injury but he had to go to the doctor so that's what happened. And then, obviously, they've turned around to Strowman and gone, right, you know what, then? Just go and batter EC3 for a bit. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> okay, now. Anyway, uh, on SmackDown, Finn Balor took the Intercontinental title. Roman Reigns is there now, Superman punching Vinnie Mac. I'd love him to lay one in. Look, just fucking Roman's like, in, in mid-air, Roman's like... This is for Viking experience and just BAM! Lands one right on the button. Uh, Lars Sullivan, uh, people were a bit weirded out because apparently WWE already announced that Lars Sullivan was on Raw on Monday and now it turns out that he's been announced on SmackDown. So again, that just shows how inconsistent this fucking bastard company is. Uh, Ember Moon, one of the best women's wrestlers going today. So fucking, I would put her in the same bracket as Big E literally this person isn't used to the full potential at all um Kyrie Sane buzzing for Kyrie Sane Bailey apparently Bailey got booed out of the fucking arena last night so that's interesting people are bored of Bailey they really are they they've been bored of Bailey for ages even when Bailey turned heel for a bit no one believed it no one bought it it's a shame really because she is really she is talented in the ring she's a bit of a botch sometimes but she is talented um, promo-wise, she ain't that good. She doesn't really... I don't know. 
It's hard to explain Bailey Wheeler on the microphone. She doesn't really connect with the fans. It's like she's given a script, but she she puts it she she um she talks it right. She doesn't sound scripted when she talks. Well, she does a little bit, but she does make the script her own. But unfortunately, because she's still heavily involved in the script, she doesn't connect with the audience, and it is a shame. But some people have it, some people don't. Um, Buddy Murphy buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. The only thing I'm scared of is he's going to start making a name for himself and he's eventually going to get fed to Roman Reigns. Um, but man, Buddy Murphy is legitimately the Kenny Omega of that company. He really fucking is. Um, God damn. Some of the matches Buddy Murphy's going to be able to have now. Um, not that as well. Does this mean now Buddy Murphy can go and put some more size on? Imagine this guy got like any bigger. This guy's fucking ripped. Um... Man, the matches this guy's going to have. Um, Chad Gable, because Chad Gable's been put on SmackDown. That was my next one. Um, Buddy Murphy and Chad Gable. Fuck, that's a five-star match waiting to happen. Buddy Murphy and Lars Sullivan. Again, people seem quite meh with Lars Sullivan. This guy can work. I'm excited to see that match. Buddy Murphy and Roman Reigns. Whether you like Roman Reigns or not. And again, Roman's probably not going over regardless, but that match would be fucking cool. Buddy Murphy, Finn Balor. Jesus, wept. Some of the matches that Buddy Murphy could have on SmackDown would be fucking class. Elias, again, same. Elias is so fucking cool in the ring. But yeah, anyway, moving along. Uh, Elias got put on SmackDown. Chad Gable's been recently announced as SmackDown. Um, I think Apollo Crews got announced. I'm not too sure. Liv Morgan and Heavy Machinery. So, um, with Chad Gable being on SmackDown, they've just fucked off Bobby Roode. For me, Bobby Roode needs to leave. He really needs to leave because what the fuck are they going to do with him on Raw? They've already got Ricochet. They've already got Alistair Black. Rude isn't getting any younger. Man, ooh, it doesn't look good. Does not look good for old Bobby Rude. Uh, recently, James Storm got announced for AEW. So Bobby Rude and James Storm in AEW would be fucking cool. Um, Yeah, Liv Morgan and Heavy Machinery, like I just said, got put on SmackDown. And that's it. That's all the people. If I've missed anyone, it's because they're either not big enough to be on the radar or whatever. And again, that's not a disrespect to anyone, but you know what I mean. So, yeah, but anyway, let's talk about why the Superstar shakeup was so boring and why it was so bad. So, I don't know if anyone ever remembered... Well, obviously, there will be people out there who remember. The first ever draft that happened, it was fucking cool. Um... They had the podium set up. It was like a proper draft. They'd announce who'd be going on what fucking show. Everyone was getting announced. There was like rivalries going on. Um, They showed backstage when, for instance, they split up the Dudley boys. Or I think they split up the Hardy boys. Or when they fucking announced that Undertaker was going to SmackDown, I think it was. Or regardless. And Taker just started going sick and started flipping. None of that fucking shit happens anymore. Nothing entertained. Take... The word entertainment out of WWE. Take the word wrestling out of WWE. Just call this company fucking um, creative nonsense. Just call it CN. From now on, WWE for me is called CN. Creative nonsense. In fact, it's not even creative. Just put. Just call this company nonsense. That's it. Just wet nonsense. WN. That's it. Not WWE anymore. WN. That's where we're running with it. Wet fucking nonsense. WFN. God damn it. Um, it just weren't entertaining, was it? 
weren't entertaining. The people were just coming out. It said it all last night. Right, listen to this. It said it all last night. <clears throat> Finn Balor. I had, to, I had to physically search for a good 10 minutes to find Finn Balor's entrance. Or at least an announcement of Finn being on SmackDown last night. You know what happened? Finn came out after uh, Owens were in the ring with the New Day. Finn's music hit. No one gave a fuck. No one were excited for it. You know why? Because it weren't announced. It weren't even like that much of a surprise. It was just, oh, Finn's on SmackDown. Like what? People were generally like confused. Like, oh, wait a minute. What the fuck? Samoa Joe's on SmackDown. He's not been announced that he's going on Raw. So clearly Joe's still going to be on SmackDown. But now Finn's here with the Intercontinental title. What, what the fuck is going on? It was stupid shit like that. No one would get it announced. Um, Shane and Stephanie on Raw, like Dave Meltzer said overnight, they're, they're just all of a sudden best friends again. It's just, it's inconsistency and it's trash. It's absolute trash. This superstar shake-up thing, or draft, whatever you want to call it, it used to be entertaining back in the day. It used to be something where you'd go, you know what, it's going to be fucking cool. There's going to be this person going to this uh, thingy. They're going to build it up like this. This little rivalry is going to happen. Are we going to see these two in a ring again? You know, Are they are they going to face each other? Could they end up meeting a Survivor Series, title for title, exact, you know, etc., whatever may happen? But no, there was nothing like that at all. Uh, the biggest pop, I think, would have been... AJ Styles on Raw. Um, and again, it's fucking hell. I'm happy that AJ and Roman aren't on the same show. I'll go that far. AJ versus Seth will be a program we'll eventually get. And that will be fucking cool. Um, But yeah. Um, a couple of weird ones. The Revival didn't go to SmackDown. I'm not too happy about that. Revival being on the being on Raw with like the Usos and that it's just fucking hell. Um, Strowman didn't go to SmackDown, which again I'm quite surprised about. Look at the fucking Raw roster at the moment: AJ, Seth, Strowman, Samoa Joe, the Usos, the Revival. Fuck. And SmackDown have got Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, and Daniel Bryan. Bit of a uh, bit of a weird one, but anyway, look, I've come to my limit with talking about WWE. I'm like I say, guy, I'm really guys, I'm really fucking sorry, but I'm in a rush today. Um, I think I've covered everything. Like I say, I had no notes apart from anyone that's gone to SmackDown and Raw. But the superstar shakeup for me personally, again, I didn't stay up and watch this trash, and I'm glad that I didn't. I'm really sorry if you did. Uh, there are people out there who enjoyed Raw, and the people out there who enjoyed SmackDown. They enjoyed the Superstar Shake, and that's fine. Look, if you enjoyed it and you think that I'm some fucking cunt for not enjoying it, then that's fine. Again, like, I'll I'll harp on this till the day I die. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, especially when it comes to entertainment, and especially when it comes to wrestling. If you like something, you like it. If someone doesn't like something, you don't have to then not like it. Don't even remember what the fuck I just said then. I'm just fucking rambling. Um, so yeah, Luke Harper could be leaving WWE. Alexander Wolf, Sasha Banks, Ambrose is obviously already leaving. Got the Superstar Shaker, which just didn't go down right at all. Um, and by the looks of things now, WWE are just building to this Fox deal in October. 
So yeah, that's what you got. That's what you've got to look forward to with WWE. Uh, can't say I'm excited for anything. I'm excited for Buddy Murphy on SmackDown, and I'm excited for the possibility of AJSF. But again, both of them are faces at the moment, so eventually someone has to turn heel. Uh, God, who would I prefer, Seth or AJ, as a heel? Oh well, we'll see what goes on. But anyway, guys, if you've listened to any or all of this, thank you so much. Do not forget to go and subscribe to the Wrestling Newspaper FM, the only place to hear me rant like a little wet mark. Uh, thank you very much. I'm now going to go and rush the Skipton. It's been real. Peace. And as always, I'll catch you next time.